welcome to the Tuesday Night Music Show. Or, I don't know, maybe I should say welcome to a Tuesday Night Music Show. The Tuesday Night Music Show sounds a little presumptuous. I'm sure No, we, we bought the rights. No, my agent told me we have the oh. rights to say that. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ira, Izzy's assistant, called me. Ira Greenblatt's called me today. He's Izzy Itzkowitz, my main agent's assistant. Okay. He said he had secured the rights at least in Saipan and I think <laughs> Sri Lanka. But I'm do pretty we now sure owe that him means... royalties. Like he secured them. So do we owe him royalties on this? No, I believe it's going 10%. to us. Oh, it's, it's the Sri Lanka and oh. Saipan. Nice. But I, I think the U S is right behind. So by the time this airs, we'll probably already have that all cleared. So go for right. it. Yeah, you're go good. For it. Mm. You're good. Well, whatever it is, welcome. I've, welcome. I've been, I've been awake for about, uh, 15 minutes now. I took a nap, so forgive me if I'm a little. I was waiting un- here like unsharp, 25 hours. Dull, or something. perhaps. Dull. I'm a little bit like, mm, I hope I can put a whole sentence together. No, not that it matters because our show is soon to be two weeks behind or something. Yeah. But really? It is the week of Christmas. Yes. yes. You're probably Happy watching holidays, this. everybody. Like in the middle of February. So we're, we're coming to you from the we're past. We're not that far behind. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa we're a week, and we're a week happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy We're having a wonderful spring. Arbor How's Day. That? I think Arbor yes. Day gets overlooked. Let's celebrate Arbor Day. On Arbor the show Day. Well. Yes. I think Arbor Day gets overlooked. Whatever this happens to land on, happy that to you. If this is February, happy Christmas and Merry Christmas to all of you in Canada because I think they celebrate <laughs> it a couple months later. So there I think go. so. Yeah. They're on the yeah. metric system. It's yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> They're on the Mayan calendar as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they have a metric uh, system. Oh, yeah. man. Well, How did that not catch on? I don't know. We're stubborn, <laughs> I guess. I guess. So um, what I wanted to talk about tonight is something that I think, how, well, Howie is in the middle of. Jay is no stranger to it. Yep. I've done it. And that is the Porn. big gig. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Well, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I haven't done that. You and Howie have done that. I have done that. As, as no, Howie's actually, t-shirt says. Our, our gig, our gig is very similar. I'm going to be the tech and the operator. Yeah. Right. We'll talk and about right now. Today, I am, if I may do it in song, I'm seeing colors everywhere. In well, her hair, she's a rainbow. Remember wow. that song, Rainbow? I'm yeah. actually seeing in colors. I've been doing nothing but lighting for the past week. And I'm so having to tap into the Rolling Stones for this. No, it just came to me. I don't know. Out of the blue, it just, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I but really she's Rainbow is a stone song, right? Well, let me, right. let me back, yeah, let me back late, you up just uh, the late little. 60s. Yeah, but seriously, I'm thinking in colors right now. I'm I'm actually thinking colors and color schemes and combinations and Rain Man. Let's back them up a little bit, and just for those who don't know, who've been living under a rock, Mm -hmm. tell them what you're doing. Eric from Good Guy Productions uh, got a last minute gig, and it is for the Olympic trials, and it will be at the ski jump 
complex in Lake Placid, New York. And it will be a three-day event. Yep. And it's at the same place where they do the ski jumps and the bobsleds and where they have all the refrigeration. And then uh, at night, when they're done with that, it's dark and kind of dangerous to go down a hill, I guess. They're going to have a party and they're going to have bands and a big uh, 24 by 18 stage I'm lighting up for these bands. So he's doing... Uh, the new video wall, which is huge, and he's doing live sound. So he was like, I can't I can't do all three. He said, can you make it up here? Do it for me. You'll take half the stress out of me. And I said, yeah, I'll be there. So that's that's where I'm heading out tomorrow at 9 a.m. So you're you're the grip. You're the lighting soldier. Guy. Yeah, soldier. I'll be doing that. Yeah, I'll be doing the lighting for him. I, I actually designed the lights and I'll be operating them. So. So it'll be a good time. And I didn't expect it at all. I really thought I would not be gigging until my first gig in April, but this is nice. And it's a nice yeah. trip. And, you know, it's, it's, I feel really good about it. I mean, it's these kids with a dream and I'm a little part of that, you know, I'll make them happy for a little bit, whether they go on and become a gold medalist, they'll always remember that. Right. You know, well, it's 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 a big gig. It's last minute. Yeah, and it is big. Jay is no stranger to this. Jay travels all over the U.S. Yeah. Doing his thing for his other job that he has. I mean, he doesn't need another job. This show is enough. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The money he's getting paid. Christmas bonus. Please do each you and how sent me a check. I don't think I can cash it, but. (laughs) I'll, and I'll tell everybody because I think it's, it's. I think full disclosure is only fair. The check is for two hundred thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure it's fake, but I'm just saying. <laughs> right. I at least have it. Now, for those of you who don't know, and maybe have never watched the show before, don't know who we are. Jay also works for Pioneer DJ US. Yes, yes he does, and he is very instrumental in doing all the demonstrations, no matter. Where it is in the U.S., Jay's there. there. Jay's the guy who flies in town yep. and handles mm-hmm. it, whether it's for a music store or it's for some kind of festival or conference or whatever. Jay is the national demonstrator for Pioneer DJ USA. Or, I think yes. he's actually the face of 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 Pioneer myself. I, I, mean, I have like, heard that from people no, in the office. When, when, like, when no, I think seriously, Pioneer, like, even the like, president's like, you're yeah, the face be of the there. brand. I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, kind of the the brand ambassador, if you will. A little yeah. bit. I think because mm-hmm. I've been there the, you know, second to Pulse, I've been there the longest. Yeah, you've right. been I started there since working the with him late 30s. Seven, 18 yeah. years ago. Well, yeah. you know your product. Oh. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. You know your product. You know... If you've ever watched the show before, Jay knows how to riff, so he can just oh, kind yeah. of go on a topic. Can so because I can talk, they picked, they picked a good guy. <laughs> he can talk. No, my understanding no, I is I enjoy it because I think it's a lo- there's a lot of validation of being a DJ, and you do a gig, you do a wedding, you do whatever, and then at the end of it, you kind of walk away with that high. Yes, of like, wow, what yes. a great night! And you're like, yeah, just oh, this is amazing. You get home, you can't go to bed, you can't get to sleep, and people are like. What's yep. the big deal? I'm like, you know what? Aerosmith gets on stage at Madison Square Garden. 
to 20,000 people and they kill it, mm-hmm. they leave on that high. Well, guess what? I go to a wedding with 85 people and it's the same exact feeling. Well, that's why, I'm, exact th- feeling. that's why I'm doing the, the night drive again. This thing ends at eight. I'll, I'll hit the truck. I should be back home and in the chill here by 2 a.m. Eastern time. You know, and that's six hours, though. That's a long. It's actually drive. it's actually five hours and 12 minutes. But I'm. Oh, allow, well, that's so different. I'm going to allow I, for, yo, you know, like a, a pit stop for fuel and maybe sure. a bathroom break. You know, it's just, you know, I, I drove famously. I drove from famously. Well, and you'll see why I left my father in law's place in 2006. I had to pick up things for my wife when her grandmother passed away and he had these things. We, I got a minivan, flew from San Diego to Atlanta, Atlanta to Louisville, picked up the van one way, driving it to swing in Temecula, California. And again, we're going to 2006, so 16 mm-hmm. years ago, which doesn't, and some people that's a long time. For us, it's not really that long. Like, well, it's not that long. Because we're old. Right. That's my point. And you'll see why. So I left after being with him for a few days. I left on Friday, got up, drove to um, Conway, Arkansas, found out it was a dry county, drove back to Little Rock, (laughs) then drove back to Conway. I mean, it's a long day. And then the next day, got up in Conway, drove to Amarillo because I wanted to go to the biggest steak restaurant because I ate meat at the time. So I'm like, oh, I get to see this place. And I wanted to see the Cadillac Museum out in the the cow pasture with Cadillac. Cadillac Ranch, yeah. Yeah. And then got up Sunday morning and left. And now again, Amarillo, Texas up in the panhandle, up in the top. So from there, you cross right into New Mexico, into Arizona. Well, once you're in Arizona, you're like, I'm only one state away. And I left at 7 a.m., Amarillo and got home at 11 that night. I stopped. I had something to eat. I got gas. I did, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I didn't stop and sleep. I don't know that I could do that same exact drive today. I would like to think I could. But that's my only thing about the drives. Well, let me ask you this. There's a limit. let's, Let's forget about these last two calendar years. On a normal year. Right. How many dates are you doing for Pioneer DJ? I average would fly about forty to forty-five thousand miles a year. So mm-hmm. figure, and a lot of those are West Coast, Midwest gigs. Meaning, I'm doing up and down the coast. So I'm doing Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'm going out to Denver. I'm going down to Texas. You know. I, well, I stayed with you for a couple of days because I had a gig in Madison, Wisconsin. You stayed with me for and, less than 24 hours. And but. Yeah. Ever well, famous I've seen Vegas. like a couple of days. You've been there like more times than, uh, yeah. Well, you know, 2020 hit and it was the first year. I went to Vegas three times in 2020. Now you look at that and say, oh, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. I look back since 2005, I would go to Vegas about nine times a year. Wow. Now, there's because typically there's, there's typically, a lot going on. Yeah, there's typically no rhyme or reason to your tour schedule. I mean, no, it's, it's not like, like can you go to Jimmy's Music Shop in, you know, whatever Colorado right. on Tuesday and show them the new speakers? Yes. 
or can you go to Seattle and do this? And I loved it because, again, it was a lot mm -hmm. of validation for what do you do for a living? I'm a DJ. And people tend to look at you and say, oh, I think I told you guys in the chill room, I'll tell this on public. I have a friend who I was his best man in his wedding back in the 80s. He builds guitars and he's actually the guitar builder slash outfit maker and guitar strap builder for Kiss and okay. about 20 other bands. Yeah. Wow. I didn't give him a plug, Carlino Guitars. And I saw him two weeks ago when I was in Boston for a minute. And he said something about the DJ. And I said, yeah. And he goes, can you make a living at that? I said, yeah. yeah. He oh, goes, you know, sure. how? Sure. I said, what do you mean? He goes, we need like two, 300 bucks a gig. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Now, he's in the industry of music. Like, right. he's partners with Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick and Mark Slaughter with a company that does Karina Wood. And he's got a bunch of other stuff going on. But he's, I would say he's definitely in the music industry. And he thought DJs only made a couple hundred bucks. And I think that that perception is out there. So when you talk to somebody who looks at you who's a lawyer and your kid goes to school with them and they go, so what do you do, Jay? Oh, I'm a DJ. Really? A DJ, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 20 denied. years ago, they would say, what station are you on? <laughs> right. Remember? Like, oh, you're a DJ? Oh, on the radio? No. Right. And when I would travel, people would look at it like it gave it so much more validation. Like, holy, mm -hmm. wait, you're flying to Seattle tomorrow? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Well, because I have to do a DJ thing. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'll take calls from potential clients and they'll, you know, ask about a gig and say, look, be happy to hook this up for you. I'm in Vegas right now at a show. Oh, 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 yeah. I can. You know, it's just a shoe-in. It's right. you know, something stupid like that, you know? Yeah, well, it's, it, yeah it, there's a certain cachet to that because when I was in Boston two weeks yeah. ago, I had someone call about a wedding. And I said, hey, can I get back to you? Because I'm in Boston right now. I, I guarantee you I will call you tomorrow. And they were like, Boston? Oh, okay. And boom. Yeah. Well, you always mention like, you're working. It's never, it's not. I'm doing like a show social. in Boston. I'm doing a show. I'm gigging. Right. I've got an event. Right. And even yeah. my clients, like I just, I got booked at a wedding when I was at the DJ Collective a few weeks ago in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And when I text them and said, hey, you know, <clears throat> is there a good time to talk? She's like, right now is great. I said, perfect. I've got a break. I'm in Phoenix. Call them. She's like, you're in Phoenix. What are you doing there? I said, I'm actually doing a, an, an event. I'm DJing at an event. And now it's mm -hmm. not a lie. You're mm -hmm. not making this up. But right. this is, right. and this is, it's funny that I'm going to make this go all the way back to 2009, 2008. Mm -hmm. When Jonathan and Brian, more Brian, talked about, wouldn't it be great to take over Vegas with DJs and do this DJ takeover, which is happening in February 2022 at the max worst name of a show ever considering they're a state away from california but which is a state away from the mexican border to call it mex i just it, i don't know what is they were that thinking. is that really a dj takeover when no what it's become now how he is it's look i let me show <laughs> off and what i can do which is great but that to me becomes a competitive thing the right, dj takeover right. was always given to me by brian as wouldn't it be great if a guy from East Podunk, wherever, right. could go home the next week and say, 
I DJ'd on the Las Vegas Strip because this is yeah. something that in his or her market is not going to happen. Even if right. you just hit play, because let's face it, there's a great poster of a guy sitting in the parking lot at like EDC or Ultra. And mm -hmm. it says, if you're a DJ on the top and then underneath and you have a ticket to Ultra, comma, it doesn't mean you played at Ultra. <laughs> because I think DJs, including me, have a bad habit of expanding upon reality. So when they're at a mm -hmm. show, they're like, yeah, I'd love to talk, but I'm DJing at EDC. Yeah, you kind of got a ticket and you're just in the crowd. <laughs> but I, I get why you would do that, because you want to validate what you do for a living. And that yeah. was the genius idea that came from Brian that's still today going. But it's going in a much, much, much different way. Well, what it should be is you're, you're at a show learning and being educated and the opportunity. And Brian will tell you, I ended up DJing three or four hours only because other people that signed up didn't show up. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee, I, I would bet my life on this, those DJs that didn't show up have never and will never play on the strip in Las Vegas. So well, missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. What we're doing is valid. We're actually working on the road. You know, yeah, I mean we are. But how right. he's doing, he's actually got to leave in the morning. And Jay does all the time. And and I've all done. But uh, you know, here and there. He, yeah. The, my experience was the Rockville show. I mean, the most recent experience. And basically, I was brought in to build tech and run a system right. at this music festival for a client for promotional stuff. And I tell you what was cool about it for me. And it was a marathon gig. I mean, I was gone for mm -hmm. a solid week. I had two travel days, one setup day, and four performance days at the show. I also had over a week in the build. But it was so nice to really be appreciated yeah. for what you brought to the table. Yeah, it I is. I think we, we do things like wedding receptions and bar mitzvahs and quinceaneras and birthday parties and club dates or whatever. And you are there providing a service, but I don't know that the appreciation is there for what you really have, what, what talents mm -hmm. you bring. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if I were to be candid, that gets to me sometimes. And I think to myself, do you really know, you know, how long it's taken me to learn these skills that I'm bringing to the table at this event? Mm -hmm. And do you really understand that you're actually getting a fantastic value to have me here? They don't know. They don't care. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, these like professional gigs, you know, outside of the realm of wedding receptions and things, you know, where you're brought in for your talent specifically and they thank you for them and they appreciate what you do and mm. they compensate you fairly. 
Mm-hmm. Oh man, it feels good. It just oh, feels yeah. like this validation. It does. That's you know? why. I, that's why I'll be able to drive all night. Yeah, I, I'll be I, on I get such that. a high. I I will be. I'll be. I'll be in here at two o'clock in the morning. And I'll probably Eating stay till four, and I still won't be able to fall asleep. No, well, no there, you know, there's a high you get from it. There, you, absolutely. It is. It is. Absolutely. Now, w- when I did the Rockville gig, I, I didn't treat it really like any other job. And what I mean by that is, okay, what if I'm dealing with a wedding client? They might come to me and they might say, hey, we'd like to do this thing. And I can say, well, okay, we can do that. Uh, but, you know, perhaps you may want to try it like this. I feel like maybe this and this might not be the way to go. If they mm-hmm. still insist I do it that way, I'm like, sure, you're in charge. Although I'm being brought in for my talents and my expertise, I'm still not arguing with the client. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I am trying to be as cool and diplomatic as I can, just like I would be with a nervous bride, right? Mm-hmm. But but really, they are. I don't know how to say this. They they actually value me more because they they uh, they've brought me in, so right. they typically don't argue. If they ask for something, it's usually an opinion. Mm-hmm. And I try to be real thoughtful about it, give them the best advice I can. And typically they go with it. Like whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be, there's no question. But you're perceived as the expert that you are at every event you do. Right. And right. You're actually doing it. I, I oftentimes, same thing, show up at a gig and be like, people are like, oh my God, I'm so stoked to have you here. They've got 200 people, this and that. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Oh no, they can't wait. Oh, and I walk in and yeah. like, I know a quarter of the crowd like genuinely by face know that right and then mm-hmm. there's a bunch of other people oh man i watch your videos i i sent a thing out and i'll say it online i sent a message out to john young and it was after vegas after wedding mba because november i did wedding mba and then i immediately went out to phoenix to do a show called the dj collectives came home for a week and then I went to Boston on my own, but happened to be there when Howie and John C and everyone was there for this like harvest festival shootout, whatever it was called. And I said, I sent John a private message and I said, I just want you to know something. I oftentimes get pulled aside and go like, Hey man, love your stuff online. Love this, love that. Great. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Appreciate it. I was shocked how many people came up to me at wedding MBA and said, man, your Tuesday night show with Brian and Howie, I love that. I, I seriously tune in all the time, watch every video. Mm-hmm. So there is an impact, and we don't it, often hear it or see it. Yeah, but there's definitely an impact, and it's oh, when you gosh. hear it after the fact. It mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much work you had to do, it makes up for all of it. You, I never look back and go mm. like man, you know, I got to do this and I'm in this hotel and I got to do that. And it's wow to know that because all of this comes down to what you do, Brian, what you do, Howie, what I do. And what we do genuinely is try to help people. Well, what I want to never done a show without trying to help. Right. I got, you know, to take off on what you said, 
that nice surprise when you showed up on camera in Boston and Brian was holding down the fort because he had a solid internet. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) I mean, that show got a lot of views. I could not believe it. And the compliments that we were getting and it was like, yeah, you guys, you got some, some kind of chemistry or whatever. And it's, it's not hard sell and do this, do that. You know, it, there's we a get, lot of, I got invited out tonight for, for drinks. My wife's like, what time can you go? I'm like eight. She's like eight. Mm. So I have the Tuesday night show at seven. I don't, I think I've missed one. And I can't remember what show. I think it was expo. I blew off expo for whatever was going on. But other than that, I mean, this has been, over oh, you, two were out years. To, uh, you were out to dinner with uh, the guys from Japan. Right. That, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And but you other than that, that, I mean, this is, you yeah. know, I mean, I don't know Howie's deal. I don't know Brian's deal. I'm making millions. So it mm. doesn't matter to me. I'm going to make sure I'm here because the agent says, well, show up d- or don't d- despite making the millions, what's impressive. And what I wanted to kind of say when my last part, I don't know that I expressed it well enough is that, you know, although you're making millions, you're leaving your ego at the door. And, and that is, yeah, that's true. I think such an important part of doing these, I guess, bigger jobs or these more mm-hmm. uh, demanding jobs where, you know, they really need you. They don't need a warm body to fill a spot. Like, right. Right. let's, let's right. be honest to coin a phrase that Jay. Oh, I've never heard that. Sometimes use that. a warm body is all it takes. If we're talking about a bar gig or something, you press play and whatever, yeah. who cares? This mm-hmm. is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being the person who's there and can make decisions, can make judgment calls, can, <clears throat> can make repairs, fixes, right. Observe what's going on and, and fix problems and, and make it right. I mean, you do all of these things, but you do it nice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I can always learn from everyone around me. I don't right. know mm-hmm. the most in the room. And I genuinely going back to when I was a teenager and even younger through, you know, rest in peace, both my amazing parents. I have always strived to try to be more helpful Mm-hmm. and try to leave situations. Mm-hmm. The expression that I've taught my children that I try to live by is leave things better than you find them. Yeah. And I That's think in the, in the realm thing. of being yeah. DJs, it's, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm very fortunate. I work with a company that's well-regarded in the industry and I have a lot of equipment. So when someone comes to me and says, hey, I've got this thing and I can't figure it out, can you help me? I usually can. When I look at my YouTube channel, the videos that have the most views are the ones on how to do. They're almost mm-hmm. all titled how to do this, yeah. how to do that. They're all, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I'll be honest, I'll be upfront. I credit Brian S. Red with a lot of that because when I went to him at Mobile Beat 2012 in front of the Riviera with a plaid shirt on and we shot a video um, and um, Jose was there, um, BBW Jose slash (laughs) Crossfader Jose. Yeah. Um, And I said, yeah, I really want to make a go at this YouTube thing. What do you think? He's like, 
make a decision right now. Are you there to help people or are you there to show off? I'm like, well, I'd like to help people. He's mm. like, then help. And about six months later, I called him and I said, hey, I got, a, I got an idea. I'm driving to a gig on a Sunday. I'm, and it's the first video I ever did on this topic. I said, I got an idea. And I said, people don't watch very long. What do you think about this? DJ tips in under a minute. And he goes, yeah, make that your thing. And I've done 290 mm-hmm. of them. But yeah. it was based on us talking about what's your, what's your end game? What's the end goal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd like to help people because if I give someone advice that helps them, maybe they'll give me advice that helps me. Right. I'll, I'll bet your number one video in under a minute is how do I delete a song permanently from Serato? <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I, yeah. I get that because I get that question and I put a link to your video. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but, but the thing is, I, I'm just, I will never stop. I'm too old now to change. Right. If you yeah. help people, they will ultimately help you or someone else will. It always come comes it. back. It always comes back. Yeah. yeah. You want to come at it as a helper. And, and yeah. I mean, I'm thinking back to my experience last month. It was a, it, it was, it's how, how do I say this? It shouldn't have been a high stress situation, but there were times when it was. And mm-hmm. a lot of that had to do with what other people's visions were, much like at any other type of event you do, like a wedding reception or a quinceanera or a bar mitzvah or whatever, mm-hmm. where the client is thinking one thing and you're trying to make their vision happen, but you know that it would be much better if it was this other way. So you try it their way and it doesn't work even despite your, you know, best advice that you've given the client to not go that way. They're still going that way. And then they come up to you and say, well, this isn't working at that point. You know, I'm thinking to myself, uh, you know what? I could blast them and say, well, you know, this would be fine if you weren't so stupid and made me do it this way that didn't work. But you got to take it back. I mean, you're stressed. They're stressed. Everybody's stressed. Take it back mm-hmm. and say, well, as I you know, suggested earlier, maybe we could try this other way. Would you like to give that a shot? Yeah. yeah. Make it their choice. Make it sound like it's something they want to do. Don't you know, be the bossy one. You just mm-hmm. really throw the suggestions out there and let them do with it what they will. That's how I've tried to treat people on the road, it's really not much different than a regular gig. Yeah. However, what is different is at the end of it, you, I, I feel like you're being appreciated more. You're being think, but that's exactly why they yeah. brought you in in the first place mm-hmm. because you were the one who could make it happen. Despite well, Brian, I think no. you, me and Howie have the same sort of, you know, basic kind of thought, <laughs> excuse me, Understand. Thought oh, process. Um, and that is simply, I don't care if I'm right. Yeah. I really don't. Like, well, I don't get, I don't get off on being right, right at the end of the day going, Correct. oh, I was right. I told them. Like, I don't really give an ass if I'm right or wrong. I just know that what I know and what I've seen over time is going to do this. Right. I don't need mm-hmm. to be CEO. I'm, I'm you right. know, I don't need to be. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. fine being the captain. Or even right. the lieutenant. Because, soldier is, is right. what I call I'm, myself. I'm, I'm always a soldier. I'm, I'm yeah. good with knowing yeah. that if I go in and do this, this, and this, 
it'll all work out fine. I just yeah. got a hit today for a gig in March. And it's like a thousand people outside in this downtown area of San Diego. I'm like, what are you looking for? He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm calling you because you'll take care of it. And that was the end of the discussion. I was like, I'm available for the date. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more discussion because they they know me well enough to know you'll show yeah. up and do exactly what they need because you don't have an ego too big to take right. over and say, well, you really should like this new song. No, 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 no. We, we, are, we are soldiers, as you said, Brian. Our mm-hmm. job is to like come into the room and do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. My ego doesn't get in the way of that. My ego is now, in the car driving I, home I, I where think I you're go, right. I killed I, it. I think you're right. It, we, us three at least, we leave our egos at the door. And this is, I did not make this up. I read this many years ago, that if you can make the client feel like it's their idea, right? even though right. it's yours, exactly. They feel like a million dollars. The event goes off well. You don't have to take credit for it. All you do is go home on that that high of that like, high of I did it. At I, least you know, let yeah. them feel like they ultimately made the call. Right. Yes. So yes. you know, it's, yes. it's not a matter of you know, oh, I saved the gig. It's a matter of okay, no, no we never. could do this, but you could do this. I'd highly recommend you do this. But right. whatever you want to do, well, yeah, let's do what you think. Cool. And you do it. That mm-hmm. way it was ultimately their choice. If, if, they, t- if mm-hmm. they chose to ignore your professional opinion and advice and you're getting paid to give your, uh, you know, you bring your expertise to the table. If they choose to ignore that, that is on them. Right. Uh, and you and know, what, so, do we, what do we always talk about a DJ's job is, is to we, read we, the room. Right. But, but we got we to gotta make the best of that, too. Right. So if right. they if they make a call that's kind of against what we felt like was the best way to go, we still got to do with a smile and try to make it work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, it, it's mm-hmm. just part of the job. This a lot it of what we is. do is customer service, and I don't yeah. think anyone yes. ever talks about yes. it. Yes. Nor do people ever stop to realize mm-hmm. you might be a great DJ. You might do the best mixes, quick mix. You can do this. You can play this. You can play that. You're amazing. But when you're dealing with people, that's first and foremost your job. Mm-hmm. And I think too often we forget that. And I think you you need to scope everything out and realize it's not a us against them. It's a right. us yeah. helping them to end up where they wanted to end up. Yeah. We are there to help guide them a little bit in the direction of Mm-hmm. Well, you want to go left. I know we should go right. So as much as I'm going to help you go left, I'm yeah. going to push you a little to the center and then a little mm-hmm. to the right. And I often tell people when they come up and go, Brian Groom, pick all this music. Yes, they did. Yeah. Because it's not my job to to take the shine of like, are you kidding? Sure, this is right. on me, dude. Here's my card. Like, hire me. I'm not that guy. Yeah. It will come out yeah. in the wash because when they go to the bride and groom and go, man, I can't believe the songs you picked. What? We didn't pick anything. No, that was all on Jay. Oh my God, do you have his number? Yeah. Like that's when it comes back. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think if if you know, I watch a lot of YouTube guys, no names, guys that swear from New Jersey. And it kind of shocks me sometimes the way they <laughs> it's it's all about me, 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 and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. 
there there is no I at a wedding. There is no. a uh, you know there might be an I of I'm going to do the best job I can, but your vision of the night is what dictates where things go until mm -hmm. your vision doesn't work, and then you've hired me to take over. Well, mm -hmm. you know, there, there's it's customer there's a, service. There's a reason that I get some of these things thrown at me once in a while. It's not from lack of experience. Let's just put it that way. So, right. You know, right. the, the cool thing about what we do is we're not it's we're not like the aging rock star. We're more of the seasoned, you know, journeyman, which is nice. Exactly. And yeah. in the more experience that we have in things, you know, the, the more we can bring to the table. I mean, there are so many times that you go to these shows and there's, you know, a young act. You'll see seasoned guys in the wings. They're there mm -hmm. for a reason. They've got oh, the yeah. experience. Oh, and, yeah. and experience is something that you can buy. This is something that you earn. And mm. it's kind of kind of the cool part about, about uh, you know, staying relevant, being current, you know, mm -hmm. not, not uh, you know, living in the past kind of thing. Always learning, always listening, mm -hmm. never knowing every freaking thing. Uh, it's, it's nice. <laughs> I like that part of the job. It is. It's, but, it, and that's one of the reasons I watch all the award shows and so forth for my particular niche is like, you know, what are the trending colors and, and looks right. that they're going for, for a stage look. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I have some really cool stuff from Pink Floyd, but that's not in style right now. You know, yeah. they're, they're going for the prism and they want that rotating and I have to learn how to do that. So I did. And look at there, Jay's he's got the hypnotic going. See, actually, I remember the, actually, I remember the name of that 20 year old. Fiction. Well, ac actually, oh, it's, it's not, no, 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 that's it's not, it. no, 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 it's not a light. This just happened earlier. I think it's a, <clears throat> excuse me kind of a space-time continuum has opened oh, up oh okay. george carlin's gonna come through in a phone booth any minute now yeah that's my oh, fear no, so it's, i'm just ignoring he's getting prepared it. he's getting prepared for the matrix on on christmas and he he's trying to decide between the red pill or the blue pill there i think is. george carlin is going to visit future ted yeah there it is <laughs> is, is what's happening this so. will be my new logo there it is. Everybody, thank you. Good night. So the, no, the last I, thing I, I take a lot of pride in like even like you, Brian, Howie. Like, what do you need? Latin for five hours. I got you. What do you need? Gotcha. Disco. I got you. What do you need? Mm -hmm. 80s. I got you. Like I, I take so much pride in not being pigeonholed. Well, I, I, take, I appreciate you know the, what I take pride DJ, in. I take pride in not knowing everything. A lot of people think, oh, you're brilliant, you know everything. I don't, I, but I know the people that do. Right. And when I got that, like two lines of like, looked like code to me and Hey man, can you do this show? And I was like, Hey, Jimmy help, you know? And I said, um, I need this to be as friendly as possible for pickup guys that are going to be roadies. They're not professional, you know, some, some are volunteers. So Jimmy went in and and we worked on this for an hour or so, 
And we actually made a picture of each fixture so that it's a visual for that inexperienced person say, oh, this is what it looks like. And they, you know, put it here, put it there. And and then things will work out. You know, things will work out fine. And it's okay to say you don't it's know. A, too. It's a collaboration. It really is okay. I don't, you know, I have no problem asking for help. I'm or if somebody asks you a question about something, and this happened, you know, a couple times where, you know, they would ask me a question. I said, you know, I don't know, but let's find out. Yeah, let's find out. Let's, well, I don't know. That one I, night, I um, that one night, that guy um, got blindsided and he, you brought me in on the, on the, uh, the, the messenger chat. And he was like, oh my gosh you know, the client changed their mind and they want a remote speaker somewhere and it's too late for me to buy one and get one shipped in. How long will the Omars last? Will it last long enough? And I said, hang on. I plugged yeah. in my two-way and we plugged it in. I said, we, we stayed with him. I said, it went two and a half hours. He went, okay, great. Yeah. He hey, had right. an Omars. He got the job done and then he went out and he bought a proper speaker. But the thing is, he completed the mission yeah. and he completed the mission because we collaborated freely. Right, sure. We didn't charge yeah. him a freaking dime. We, We're we just need happy to be that like he that. could do it. There's a there, lot of there's there's a lot of business now that it goes above and beyond being a DJ. And I'll, I'll just say it. There are a lot of famous DJs in our industry. And. They couldn't mix their way out of a paper bag oh, because Jay, that's uh, not what's important to them. They're right, not, and, as I say, they're wedding entertainers who play music. Yeah. They're not DJs. Someday I will retire. Right. And when people come up to me and they go, hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, I'm not working right now. Well, you retired? Well, no, I'm just not working. Well, I don't understand. You retired from your job. I didn't have a job. I'm a DJ. Right. Yeah. I can't retire from being a DJ. Hmm. I can just mm -hmm. not play anymore. That's mm -hmm. the difference. When when what you do is what you are, you can't leave that. You just right. don't do it anymore. Right. When I was but, a, when I was a paid assassin, and uh, I quit. Stop. I still. Oh, that's right. We're not talking about that in the rear. Sorry. Yeah. Let, me get a, let me get a couple Next. things in before you riff too much. Put the commercial yeah. up quickly. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Glock. Yeah. So, uh, and, and not to pat us old guys on the back too much, but I think something that comes with age and with experience is that you're okay admitting that you don't know something. You don't just go out there and say you do when you don't. I had that problem with my son-in-law recently. Uh, when I say recently, again, it's relative. It was a few years ago where he would just say he knew how to do these things that he didn't he clearly didn't know how to do. And he would get mm -hmm. in over his head and he would make the problem worse. So I had to have the conversation with him. I'm like, look, it's okay to not know. It really it's is. Okay. It doesn't <laughs> make you look bad for right. saying, I don't know. It makes you look bad for saying, you know, and then you screw it up. That's what makes you look bad. True. So oh, yeah. Don't feel like you have to put on this persona of, I know everything. Stop Young doing people that. Do that though, Brian. That's just that's inherent with being. It, you know, it is. But I, I feel point. like we're we we get better at it as we get older. Oh, we do. But that's yeah. the beauty of doing what we do. And I yeah. try to instill this in old and young DJs all yeah. the time. 
you guys realize that with each passing year, it gets better, not worse. Because guess oh, what? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. playing the, I did a bar mitzvah. That's a celebration of a young Jewish man at 13. I was the DJ that the yeah. family hired. Isn't that weird? <laughs> two weeks ago. You know why they hired me? Because I did their 15-year-old son's bar mitzvah two years ago. And you look me. like Neo. Me. It was premiering Not- Midnight Pacific Time tonight on HBO Max. Oh, is right? it? I got to dye the beard. I got to cut and dye the beard. But Dude, this is you the beauty ready for of it. I- morning time. You're going to be a rock star when you go to. I try. Do uh, well, well, we'll whatever see. you do in the morning. I'm going to start doing the dyeing of the hair. So the, um, I leave, but yeah. that's the thing. I walk out of the gig and I was so proud of myself. I was so happy that I can go do a wedding and kill it. I can go do a 75th birthday party and kill it. I can do a 50th anniversary and kill it. And I can do a 13 year old's party. And not once did I not have the music they asked for. And that's, that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. No, you're because so when relevant. The family yeah. came to me. When the dad's from South Africa, he goes, I don't know if you know who Sugar Man is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. I've seen yeah, the documentary yeah. and I've got her. Sure, I didn't know track. who he was, but now I do. Now I, I saw, do. I saw, but right. I didn't bother to tell yeah. him that. I just said, oh, yeah. Do you want to hear Sugar Detroit, Man? Yeah. You hear, like, make yeah. a choice. Like Rodrigo's. Like, I got him. Like, right. I'm on that. He goes, oh, that would be awesome. He walked in the room <laughs> with his son. Boom. I am Sugar Man gets played. He walks yeah. over and he goes, oh, Jay, so great to see you again. Oh, I can't believe you're playing this. It's like I, I go to the le- the lowest like hanging fruit. Sure. But also what's actually going to make the night memorable? Because it's your son's mm-hmm. night, but you're just walking in without all the kids. Boom. You get hooked up when the mom wanted to hear like 90s hip hop. And she walks up and she goes, what do you think about switching? And with a move of a crossfader, she hears like you can do it. Put your back into it. And I'm playing ice cream. And she's like, whoosh, right to the dance floor. <laughs> she came up at the end of the night to their credit and said, I w- I almost wish we had more children because I miss not having you guys around to the MC and I. And I was like, well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. We've made their life better. Now, maybe yeah. we get hired for more of these. Because when you Jay, think I, bar mitzvah. I, before... I do have a, qu- I have a question for you, Jay. Yes, sir. Um, you did that proud dad moment. Your son's studying to be a commercial pilot now, and he did his, you know, touch and goes. And I'm just wondering if, you know, you're going to be that guy like, uh, oh, yeah, I got my own pilot now. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be well, there. I, I posted that on Friday, I think, <laughs> when he did his first solo flight from one airport. I thought that was awesome. My wife and I were out today with the dog at a park, and my wife looks up and says, I wonder if that's Connor. And I go, oh, and I went to film it and I didn't. Here's here's the weird reality of becoming a pilot. Not only did he do his first solo in the same airport last week, today he flew to three airports, landed and took off immediately. They call it touch and goes. Touch and go, yeah. Three different airports. And we were standing with the dog and saw him fly over us because 20 minutes later he goes, Hey, just landed in Fallbrook. I went over to Macula on the west side. I'm like, wait, that's where we were. I go, did you do you think he went in this line? He goes, well, from Hemet, I went here to here. And I'm like, and again, it's the scariest thing, but it's the proudest thing of like two yeah. months ago, you know, you talked about it. 
now you're physically flying alone? Like, should I be scared or should I just be immensely overwhelmed and proud? And I chose the latter. Well, to go full circle, when you said, oh, yes, I was up in Seattle and I had to go down to Phoenix. I'm thinking. Oh, he could do all this. You could you could yeah. be like, hey, Connor, um, I need to be in three places at one time. Uh, can you be my personal pilot? How cool is that going to be? That all you need to drive you. I you need know? the gas and the rental. And he said, the plane he flies now will do 600 miles between what? zero and Phil. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So, it, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's definitely a proud dad moment and it's, yeah, you know, and I would have loved them to go into music, but it was never their passion. It's yeah. been my passion from the time my parents at six years old gave me this little red AM radio and I went to WRKO in Boston AM and I would hear, you know, Marvin Gaye and Derek and the Dominoes and the Stones and the Doors and Aretha Franklin. And it just, I've never looked back. So it's been mm-hmm. 51 years yeah. of knowing that this was it, the Partridge family and what, whatever <laughs> else would come up. So before we run out of time, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about on our topic. Oh, and because okay. we only got a few a more minutes. Yeah, Sorry. I, I oh. know we we it's okay. It's all good. There's just one more point I wanted to hit. How we brought it up early in the show, I kind of said, "Lay, let's hold, let's hang on to that one and ah, keep it for a minute." Okay. So mm-hmm. I wanted to bring it back around because we only have just a couple minutes left. But it's been my experience that when we are doing some of these, let's just call them, uh, I don't know, when we're working for a, a corporate client. In, mm-hmm. in the design process and all this, there are a couple different tasks that you're doing. I know the gig I did last month, there was the task of designing a system mm-hmm. and I had to build it, like physically build it. Oh, yeah. You were super involved. All that. Like you went beginning to end. Kind of, right. Then, then, I had to, then I had to tech it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was trying to show people how it worked and how to troubleshoot it and things like that. Ultimately, I ended up running it, so mm-hmm. I was performing two. That's four separate tasks, and in when you're playing in this ballpark, I guess when, when you're dealing with these types of clients, and and they have the deep pockets that they have, you don't necessarily need to go at them with this this wholesale discount mentality. And and I brought this up, and and how he took my advice on this. Mm-hmm. And on his gig that he's doing here, yeah, I essentially got recognized and paid for all four of those things. Now, granted, mm-hmm. two of them were kind of combined into one. The design and build, we combined them into one, but it was hourly. We mm-hmm. figured it hourly, and we just kind of guessed how much time it took. I didn't, you know, rigidly keep track of my time, but I knew how long it took. And my client was more than fair compensating me for my time on that mm-hmm. then there was a fee for teching it there was a tech fee it was a daily tech fee it didn't matter if i was there for an hour or if i was there for 12 hours it was a daily tech fee mm-hmm. that i got and then there was also the performance fee mm-hmm. so it was incredibly lucrative for me and i look forward to doing more work like this if it were to come up awesome but 
it's just one of those things that, that I just wanted to throw out there. I don't know how many made it this far into the show, but if you, if you get your in a position like this someday, just don't sell yourself short No, and make exactly. sure that you are being fairly compensated for all that you are bringing to the table right. and break it down. If you have to, mm-hmm. so, could they well, do that's the it, I guess. without you? No, that's, I mean, there you go. Could they do it without you? No. Well, okay. Well, guess what? Then you're very valuable. That is for them to realize. Well, and they will. I, I feel like, you know, we could walk mm-hmm. in with the ego saying they couldn't do this without me, but no, no, no. But when I, they realize I mean it, it. Right. I mean, at the other yeah. side, like for your own negotiation yeah. skill or setup, well, yeah. well, look at it from about. the perspective of yeah. they but can't neither, do this neither without Brian me. nor I sought this out. They came to right. us. Well, does, and we were that, like, they okay. came to Jay too. I Here's mean, here's the price, and oh, yeah. okay, no problem. We did a gig in New York City start? called DJ Con, and we had to stay at the um, Marriott on 42nd Street. Hmm. And I was with three people from Pioneer DJ who were all under 35. And we're walking through this little exhibit thing. It's a one day show. And the comment was made by the youngest, hey, man, this is crazy. Like, this is totally not your scene. You're like a wedding DJ. And with that statement, around the corner came a guy named DJ Jazzy J <laughs> from Africa Bambata. Yeah. And he yelled out, oh, my yeah, right. something word. Guy. And yeah. ran over and gave my me friend. a big hug. Yeah. <laughs> and then we walked 10 more feet, and there was Keith Shockley of the Bomb Squad <laughs> right. of Academy, who said, Yo, what up? Guy. And gave me a hug. And I turned around and looked at the three guys <laughs> with me, and I said, Fuck you. Yeah, I'm a wedding <laughs> DJ. I said, On the- So much for weddings, huh? And I went over and did my thing, and they all looked at me like, And I'm like, this is the point that you need to understand, guys. I show up at these shows and I'm genuinely respectful, kind, yes. and yes. professional. So mm-hmm. therefore, when I see these gentlemen again, they only remember that's the guy that I worked with who was kind, respectful, and professional. And everyone knew so him. And we I just... like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, Howie, I'm yes, urging you to get some rest. Yeah, please get some sleep. I am. I gotta. I gotta light out of here after the show's over. What's cool about it is, even if you you're rested and you really can't sleep, you can just lay there. Yeah, you know, and just, and yeah. watch, Decompress. you know, whatever you want, or or do whatever. Just lay there, relax. I'm gonna put the Spend science time. channel on. Does that surprise you? No. <laughs> no. Zen, zen time. Just chill. You do the science channel. I'm suddenly hearing like Bloodhound Gang in my head. No, the science channel where they, they talk science. Yeah. I, I, I go to sleep to hot rod stuff. Sometimes I, yeah. I, and sometimes I do that MT, uh, motor turn TV, but yeah, yeah you're right. I usually hot rod stuff. So, get my mind on something else and yep, crash. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'll so, be, I'll be seeing colors. Every, well, everyone will be it's seeing rainbow. Yes. It's a rainbow. rainbow. Colors. Just, just, just so it's not from like colors. scurvy. Colors. Yeah. I'm like a 
Oh, wait, I went right to the movie. See, or, I'm a DJ. I went to <laughs> Stroke or something, yeah. I went right yeah. to the Ice-T song, Colors. All right, folks. The movie, Colors. Have a great Valentine's Day or whatever your next holiday <laughs> whenever, is. Whenever you see this, if it's whenever happy you see this. July, for us, for us, it's Christmas. But yes. for you, perhaps like Jason, it's Arbor Day. So thank you Good for thing. watching. Good we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs>